Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just guap. Okay. Just guap. <laughs> or guap. <laughs> Black Irishman? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I you know it's funny cuz I saw I saw it was called Black Irishman, but I just heard Black Irishman and I was like, shit, that sounds like a hard movie. Hey, no, that's, that's we got to do that one next. That's a great we we got movie. to do that one next. Right? God damn, we got to do that one next. Fuck. Yep. Who's right. the black one? He gotta play the black guy. They be like, yo, he's Irish, but he acts like a black. You know he be making rap songs and stuff and beating up Asians. Roll the credits right there. Boom. Black Irishman. All right, here we go. Bootleg Cab Podcast, Bootleg Cab Show, special guest. He's just guap. <laughs> Formerly known as Guap Dad 4000. Yeah. Certain Caucasians around the land may or may not have called you Guap Daddy 4000. Mm. Now, mm. the black Irishman. <laughs> In the flesh. In the flesh. Yeah. Just Guap. Okay, so let's break down this. So your name is Guap. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So you drop the 4000, drop the dad. Yeah. What yep. was, uh, you have a lot of equity in that name. So what made you want to shed shed all that? I'm just making a lot of changes in my life with myself and uh, my process and also refining the brand. I'm shaving a lot off and I feel like uh, I've matured past that name. Mm. I'm named myself that on purpose. You know, I knew what it was going to do. I knew some people weren't going to like it. I knew it was clickbait. I was going to say, do you think people like already kind of when they hear your name, they already kind of have a, a stigma attached to you just off the rip? Because you're a pretty funny guy. Mm-hmm. You're, and I feel like you came in the game, you know, with, with just your, your whole aura was like hilarious. It was like very comical. Like, yeah. so I feel like, I think even for me, it took me like a little bit to like really be like, oh no, this fool is like an amazing artist. 
Because I would just laugh at your Twitter or your Instagram. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So you feel like that that was a part of your like reason? Because you're, you're in a lot of rooms that most artists can't get in, man, even with that name. So Yeah, I mean, that's why I had named myself that, too. Like, it was all for that. I wanted it to be, had that surprise element, right? you know, to just come through and be able to, like, whoop everybody's head. But I've done it already. I can't, it's not like my access to those rooms is gone mm -hmm. it's, if anything is furthered for sure so but i'm also not rapping the same as guap that four thousand it's matured i You're just got better leveling up your bars leveling up the sound yeah everything is just better so i feel like i still am guap that four thousand but just the next form it's just guap mm. like a pokemon just go up. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's what's Pokemon like about that? I'm just because you're changing into a, a new mm -hmm. form. Mm -hmm. I see. Yep, you caught it. Yeah, you caught you it. You kind of have a Pokemon trainer hat on right now. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. see. You. That was it's the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's the vibe. <laughs> yeah. I can take it. Last time you were here, we pranked you with Jesse from the Nelk Boys, and you felt. I feel like you might have almost shot him. Yeah, it was traumatic <laughs> for me. It was. That's actually my little brother who I was <laughs> tripping over that day because he had got shot at. Oh shit! Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, you were like, you have no idea what I just found Bro, out. They hit his rental a hundred times, and it was just all I. He called me with just blood on his face, talking about, "Bro, I got shot. Phone died." Fuck! <laughs> and I was, and then I had to walk in here, and this and the white boy was doing it. I said, "Bro," then he played the song. Oh my god! The song was the best part. This shit was so traumatic for me, <laughs> and and I was hella sad at that time too. Oh, I was so sad. Just in general, it was a traumatic prank. It was you lucky we friends. <laughs> you so lucky we friends. Yeah, that was a uh, that was the best one we I think we did. There was that, and then we another Bay guy. We fucked with Simba pretty pretty tough. So yeah, he was irritated. Yeah, he was irritated. Yeah, I, I watched his video at the crib hella times. <laughs> I needed to somebody. I needed to watch somebody else pain. <laughs> so I watched that Simba video hella times. Um, your new record. Black Iverson. Mm -hmm. Why Black Iverson? Iverson has already been black. Mm -hmm. But there was White Iverson in exactly. Post Malone songs. And that don't exist. So if he can make believe, why can't I? That's fair. You know? <laughs> but that's that's exactly why. Because a song called White Iverson exists. No disrespect to Post Malone. I loved White Iverson. Yeah. It's my favorite song when it dropped that whole summer. Yeah, it was a great record. Ooh, I loved it. Mm -hmm. But I got mad. I got mad because I was... Uh, on Tumblr, trying to get inspiration to write to this beat that I liked. And I came across some Iverson a fashion post about him, just different outfits. And I got so juiced. I'm like, man, I still dress like this a little bit. Like, that's crazy, man. Right. I, need, I need to be the one that make the Iverson song. Then my feelings got hurt right there in that moment. Why I, Iverson? Exactly. And I was like, okay, I'm finna be petty. I'm making Black Iverson. That's what we doing. I love it. By the way... Tumblr, mm -hmm. how uh, disgusting was your Tumblr feed? Because that kind of used to be where I'd go for my porn. Oh, man, they had A1 material on there. That's kind of, yeah. the my downfall of Tumblr was when they removed porn, because that was kind of its last utility. You should go in there and just, yeah. it'd be kind of, it was kind of like where prostitutes, their OnlyFans was kind of like, go to my Tumblr and yeah. get a preview. That's how, that's how By the way, really knock them. Yeah, no that's idea how, how I would know about that. <laughs> But I, I have a hunch Escorts had Tumblr pages. That when that went viral on Twitter and they exposed that information to the general public. That, uh, I didn't see that. Yeah, oh, okay. What happened? 
uh, it got it was just booming on Twitter. A lot of people didn't know that porn was on Tumblr, so that's how a lot of people found out. You didn't necessarily need to be consuming it. You could have seen it on Twitter. Shout out to Tumblr. Tumblr was a vibe, man. <laughs> Would you find women on Tumblr? Uh huh. Like artsy bitches. Ooh, a lot, or all of them. All all the porn bitches. Yeah, it's funny because as soon as I got famous, I was able to fuck all the hoes that I was used to reblog on Tumblr. Wow. Yeah, I found him. How many followers does the most? Uh, how let me rephrase this question. Out of all the women you fucked, give me the follower number. Who's had the most followers? Don't tell me their name unless you'd like to. But we we fucked anyone north of a million on the on the gram yet? Have I? I mm. think so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That. Maybe not when, when at the time. Not maybe not when you fucked. Yeah, but yeah, at the yeah. moment, but now. No, for sure. Thinking about that. What now, is this yeah. person's. Um, it's a few of. What is their uh, occupation? Singers. So a singer. So mm-hmm. a singer. Mm-hmm. Artist. An artist. Nice. So a rapper slash singer. No. Blurred just, line there. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. How many followers do they have now? <laughs> they <laughs> got to be in the millions <laughs> since then. Plaque's been up. Plaque's been up. Oh, so this person has plaques. Mm-hmm. Damn. But uh, I'm thinking that three people, yeah. That all got plaques. Maybe the third one, don't. But two of them for sure, yes. Mm. Were they at Coachella this last weekend? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, are you sure? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure they didn't headline day two? <laughs> I'm playing. I'm kidding. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to my guy, Guap Dad. He's in here. Hey, so... So, uh, are we just doing like, first of all, you just finished a crazy tour with Wale. Mm-hmm. Now Wale has got an interesting fan base. Cause he's got some of the like uh, illest, like, like R and B slash rap records that women love. But then he's got like 45 year old guys and like Nike ACG boots that are like really angry, like rap fans. Mm-hmm. It's kind of super, a super, super, um, he's a very stunning. vast, then he's got the wrestling guys. Uh huh. Oh, and they be there too. I know they be there. there. So, where, where, how did how did you fit into Wale's world? Did they were they receptive? I mean, the the common denominator between all those people is they really there to listen. So it was an open floor for me. If I could conquer the room, I did it every show for the most part. Nice. It, it was really tough getting the wheels turning at the top of the tour. This was the first tour where it was. Sam was uh, working remotely, and I didn't have Paul with me all the time. It's really just me and my DJ. So the first couple stops was like me rapping through the nervousness, getting used and acclimated to the fact that I'm on this type of tour right. in these rooms. Three shows in, it was kind of snowballing. Mm. By the time we hit the South, it was I was like- a whole different performer. Mm. Yeah, so it was great for me, man. Uh, all those fans... Really fucked with me, and I won a lot over in each fucking sector, especially the black women that came on the tour, because them old ladies was horny. <laughs> when you say old, what are we talking? They just older, like thirty, it was a, it like was, thirty-eight. I I talked to a lot of aunties, forty-two, thirty-six in and a half. Between it be from from thirty-three to forty-seven. They love they love Lotus Flower Bomb. Ooh, don't they? They do. God damn. It's all it was crazy to see that mature of a crowd though turn up like that in that way. It's for the super lit ones. Mm -hmm. And um it's also crazy to see the pockets of youth that come there Mm. 
and blend in with the older space. It was just real black centric and beautiful. Do you have like, you know, some rappers these days, they have like really hardcore fans that like get a, the artist's face tattooed on them or some shit. Do you have, mm-hmm. has anyone tattooed your face on their body yet or their, or your name or anything? Um, people have tatted Guap and Guap Dad. No, people have tatted Guap Dad 4000 and Guap Dad. And, uh. What about the Falcon with the do-rag? Yeah, people have also tatted the Falcon, but not with the Falcon with the do-rag. Mm. But people have gotten Falcons in my honor. Mm. But no face yet. Mm-mm-mm. Not yet. You not got, yet. You got some work to my do. My name. A couple of bitches got my government name too, but that was outside of rap. Yeah, that's because you probably, mm-hmm. you know, laid it down on them. Yeah. What up, y'all? Got to stop the interview real quick to tell you about our good folks over at Blue Chew. Now, fellas, if you're out there and you're suffering from a little bit of that ED, erectile dysfunction, it's totally normal. It happens. You could be stressed out at work. You could be uh, just having anxiety in life. And, uh, you know, your dick is not up to par. Well, guess what? That's where Blue Chew comes in because Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and as Cialis. And uh, check this out. It's a straight online prescription service. You do not have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to go have any like weird, awkward conversations about why your dick isn't working with a stranger. No, what you do is you go to bluechew.com, use the promo code bootleg, and you'll get your first month for free. That's right, first month for free. All you do is pay $5 shipping, all right? And when I tell you that Bluechew, it hits, all right? You will... uh You'll be fucking like you never fucked before. Let's just say that. Shout out to uh, Blue Chew. One more time, get your first month free. Use the promo code bootleg, bluechew.com. It comes right to your door in discreet packaging. Open it up. It's in a chewable form. And it is that shit to fight ED. So go to bluechew.com ASAP and use that promo code bootleg and try it for a month for free. And now they're doing Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just, I'm fishing, bro. I'm bored. What are we doing? They all did upgrade. Shout out to all your bitches, man. Yeah. Yo, can we talk about what the fuck's going on in San Francisco? What? It's always. I just want you to explain the bipping culture to everyone because I I feel like it's been getting more national because it's always been a thing in the Bay. But I feel like more recently, everyone started to find out about like, Bipping in general, like if you go to San Francisco, really specifically the city, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you have Oakland a, too, if you have a rental car, yeah, like your car is gonna get broken into, like eighty percent It's I almost can, guaranteed. I can guarantee you, even I can't avoid it. So I know some people will go to the bay, like when we when I'm moving around, I just take everything with me out, out mm-hmm. of the car. But I mean, some look, people will just keep all their windows down. That's how we do. Look, I will tell you, I. I'll read you the text message I just sent to Earth Gang. They just played, uh, I think, the New Parish a couple days ago, like two days ago. And I told this dude, hey, bro. (laughs) Don't keep nothing in the car. Hold on. I said, also, it is imperative that you do not leave anything in the car anywhere in the Bay, especially in Oakland or San Francisco downtown. Watch the vehicles at all times. And if you get out the car, keep all the windows rolled down just a little so you can peek onto the seats. Don't leave anything inside that bitch, even if you're just getting out to pump gas, get some gum, spark a lighter, or go in the store. <laughs> Have you been bipped? Uh-huh. How many I, times? 
Just once, and my BIP experience was traumatic. We took the niggas on a high-speed chase. I was. What happened? Man, I just was doing too much, chasing these niggas on the freeway with my little brother. So they hit your car. Mm-hmm. And you got I get out the car. They hit the other window. As soon as we get out, we don't even hear it. You know, the BIP are silent. Glad, I think Chance heard it a little bit. He, I turn, turn around, he running. So I run out of the store that we just walked in. This is all in... 50 seconds at most. Literally. You get out of the car. Yeah, they're on they pull up on the other side. Um <clears throat> so we chased them, followed them down, catch him on the freeway. And it was the it was one of the coldest moments. Me and my little brother was just talking about this too, because this is my first time really coming into my like Oakland celebrity like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting bigger back home. Right. I was at the Oakland airport, never rented a car before, mm-hmm. but I finally got my driver's license. I'm ready to rent a car. I'm like, I'm old enough. This is my first rental, whatever. Mm-hmm. Can't get one from nobody till we see a lady at the end. And she like, guap, you guap that 4,000. Man, you Sheila's son. I'm, we so proud of you. What, what kind of what car What you need? You yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me get this. I get the sleeve. It's good. We in the Suburban. I am just think about that lady as we are now couple hours later on the high speed chase trying to follow this motherfucking blue infinity down 580 to catch him and literally my brother driving and I look in his eyes and I could see he thinking about that bitch too like fuck we do I do not want to embarrass my mama and crash this rental and then ruin all this shit for all this good talk that this lady right. just almost had tears in her eyes she was so proud of me I was so fucking hot bro then we cut the car off and I'm finna bounce out, but I don't have nothing. And I'm irritated because we don't know if they got guns or not. But people usually don't bip with guns for, for the most part. Because right. if they get caught, it's, it's over. But right. if they don't get caught, they're not even going to jail, even if they do, if there's no firearm in there. But they squeeze through us on the divider because we try to cut them off. I'm on the lane. They're on the last lane. They squeeze through us, sandwich their car, get up out of there. They get off the freeway ramp on 35th by this high school skyline. That's how I know the exit, Oakland shit. And I get out the car. I fall out the motherfucking car, running up to them. I'm trying to pick something up to throw through the back of the window. They trapped. And some cars seen us running after them and tried to cone them in. And then they pushed through their shit, broke their whole shit off. The whole front of the shit was broken and got on the uh, freeway on the other side and got away. I was so hot because... Literally, I was leaving, coming from the airport. I was at the store because we finished shoot some shit, a music video at this store. So I went over there to scout the location, and it's early. I ain't even checked into my room yet. I was out the car for 60 seconds. It happened to me like that. I'm in Oakland for less than an hour, already chasing niggas on the freeway. What'd they take? They took a, a, my Gucci bag with an iPad and my headphones. I would have just let them have that. I was hot. I was seeing red. You know what's crazy? I was seeing red. And the chase, because we was right there, was so close. It happened close. so fast, though. You know it's crazy because I had that happen to me. I went. Um, I was at the bank, and uh, I was trying to open an account with one of my people, and uh, I had like a blue bank bag mm-hmm. that was fat as fuck. Oh. It had about 15 bands in it, yeah. right? So the, the guy who I'm op- supposed to open the account with, uh, we'll just put him on blast, Alexis. 
he's like a giant child. So he like owes like the Bank of America, like a bunch of overdraft fees. So they flagged him like, you can't have an account here ever again. I'm familiar again. with that type of behavior. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, okay, well, I was like, cool, well, you know, this is the middle of the pandemic. So you remember, I don't know if you remember how the banks used to be, like early mm-hmm. pandemic, the lines were fucking crazy, oh, limited hours. Oh, so I'm like, well, can I deposit this money into my checking account then? She was like, you're going to have to wait in the line. And I was like, fuck that. So somebody was in that motherfucking line was like scouting people at the bank. Some little Asian lady. We got, I know she's Asian because there was video. Uh, get, got into a car, followed me to my next two destinations. We both got out of the car at the third destination and ran into a UPS store to get something notarized. Within like 60 seconds, they bashed out my window, got into my trunk. And fucking took the bread. Oh, wait. 15K and my laptop, bro. I would have I committed murder that day. I'm telling you. Like the way, high. if I would have, bro, if I would have seen, because I didn't see it. Like I, I, I looked out and I was like, yo, go see if I ro- left my window rolled down. Nah, they, ba- they blew my whole shit out. Yeah. And I didn't even notice. Yeah, that bipper just cracked your whole crazy. shit. It's fucking crazy. No, it's, it's really ridiculous. It's, it's nothing really like ridiculous. someone stealing from you that make you be like, damn, I, I could commit murder. Oh, no, I swear. If I would have had any type of stick with me in this rental, it would have been over. I was standing on the fucking window. You would have been like taking them tires out? On the freeway. Out? We doing a, and it's a big ass suburban trying to catch up to this little infinity coupe. Right. So he's fucking mashing and it's a rental suburban. So it's not all the way right, there. Right. We really got to give it to catch up to these niggas. Bro, that sh- I was so irritated. I wanted, I, I ooh wee. Jesus. Ooh wee. Well, but you it's know, probably best that that didn't happen. I call him Scotty Bippin. Whenever you get hit, you got hit by Scotty Bippin, man. So I, I'm, I, I was a victim to Scotty Bippin. He is now a, 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 a legend. Yeah, just for the sake of like not having to go through your insurance to fix your windows, keep your windows down. You know, let him go in there, check it out. There's yeah. nothing in here. Oh yeah, trust. Yeah, that's all we do now. Oh, um, floater! You can see anything. You, you ain't gonna take the charger. Got a shortage. Yep. What else? <laughs> what, what else are you working on? Fresh off a tour, new record out. I know the uh, I need bands record uh, has been doing his thing too. Yeah. Uh, what What is going on with you, man? Super grateful for I need bands to be for people to be hitting me like, man, I just heard you on the radio. Yeah. Like more than one time. You for know, sure, you for know sure. how it started. Yeah, you get that one and then. <laughs> So that was tight. That that's been tight, and um, I just been getting the music together. I'm working on a, a project called Handsome, but before that, I'm gonna drop an EP called Guap. Get and people fully acclimated. That'll be with the, the very first project under the, the name change. Yep, Guap. Is it a pain in the ass to swap out your like your Spotify profile to change all that? Like I'm I'm doing it softly. We just doing it over time. Yeah. It is a pain in the ass. I've I've, I've done that before. <laughs> that shit sucks. Because then, like, everything will be changed except iTunes. You're like, what the fuck is up with Apple? Why is it? Yeah. It looks good on Spotify, but yeah. I had an artist go from Brown Boy Maj to yeah. Alexis and had to change all his shit. And it was literally a pain, the biggest fucking pain in the ass. I'm that's, happy he changed it to Alexis, though. Because that's his government name. And Brown Boy Maj, we were having fucking conversations where people be like, what the fuck is that? Brown is Boy. Is he Indian? No, he's Mexican. But people were starting to be like, well, Nav's the Brown Boy. Are you Indian? He's like, no, I'm Mexican. We're uh, brown. Yeah. But, you know, it was a lot of those weird conversations. Yeah. Yeah. It also probably boxed him in a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people have really started to also, you've been doing... Um, I saw you do bars on I-95. Yeah. 
I feel like you were doing the quarantine bars where I feel like people are really starting to respect you as a, a lyricist now as well. Yeah. Has that been like um, a concerted effort you've been like you've made to like make sure people really realize like you get down or is it just like this is what I do? Any like because I feel like most people wouldn't do some of those things. Yeah. Um, I'm not scared to do none of that shit. And I'm only trying to get better. Mm. So I do it for myself for personal reasons. Because, I mean, even writing that bars on 99.5 shit, I took a, I really spent time on that and I really tried. Right. And, like, fucked my head off and my energy off and, like, got it together and, like, really tried to do and deliver. And that was fun. People love it to this day. I see, like, fan stuff pop up. My family call me about that freestyle all the time. That's what I wanted. So that's why I really do it because... It's tight to get better at that at the craft and to display it in that way, and uh, I think I'm selfish in, in that in that want. That's like any artist desires to be respected for the technical ability of this. I mean, if that's what you like, I'm a rap fan, right? That's fair. Who who you say you're a fan? Who are the who are you listening to, man? What are the albums you got in your rotation, bro? I mean, I'm only right now listening to Black Iverson and Future albums. Is the future album good? Mm-hmm. The first seven songs, man, I can't, I can't stop listening to. So it. I've heard that on Twitter, and then I see other people on Twitter just like just saying it's not. I mean, I don't know. You talking? I don't. I'm not even on. You're my a fan own Twitter right now, so I'm not. I don't know what the fuck the internet's saying. Future, uh, they just said on the cover of GQ. Uh huh. Did you see his cover of GQ? Mm 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 mm. They said he's the greatest rapper alive on the cover of GQ. Right that now, is, that's the headline. Right now, in the in terms, of, I I think culturally, future more important than Drake right now. Hmm? Or no, I'm sorry, it wasn't even the greatest. The word was the best rapper alive. Is he the best? Not the greatest, because I just had this debate with Spotify. It's the best rapper alive. Do you think future is the best rapper alive currently? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Keyword best. Keyword rapper. I mean, if we saying keyword rapper right now. And best. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would say that. I think he up there, though. Who's the best rapper alive to you? Like, at this very moment. At this very moment? I think still Kendrick. I respect that answer. Yeah, and he finna drop, so I'm excited to see what he do. But I really be trying to separate what is a... Rapper, like the job of a rapper versus lyricist that I respect. I think in terms of lyricism, Kendrick is really untouchable and he's still a person that the culture is on every for. side waits for. Mm-hmm. And that's real pivotal because mm-hmm. I'm, but and also when I think best, I think um, about who can have the most pivotal moments in that, in, in the culture, like really influence mm-hmm. it. And currently, Drake's influence is long-lasting, and he changed, like, the sound of how people even record and shit like that. But currently, Mo Niggas is copying Future. Mm. Everybody that is popular, all the big niggas. Influential-wise, I think Future's got a way bigger influence, for sure. Yeah, I think that's why you could say... A, a motherfucker could have an argument that he the best because everybody that's popping either has to work with him, wants to work with him. Or they or sound, sound like, like him. him. 
Everybody sounds he like just, Future. Future just don't... I don't think he do the same monetary <clears throat> numbers as like the other niggas who we would say. But culturally, he got to be one of the best, if not the best. I, I damn near am starting to agree. Mm. You talked yourself into it. Yep. That's fair. That's where I stand with that. Kendrick and Future. I Kendrick and Future got songs together. Even Kendrick of that level. Hey, Kendrick had was to on the mask off. He was, with this he was on the mask off remix. Come on, of course, man. I respect it. I think Kendrick is for sure. At any given time, if you say Kendrick, no one's gonna say shit to you. Yeah, Futures people might put up a little bit of a. I'm I'm happy with that though. A future album give me enough joy right now to defend him. The Pusha T album though. Pusha T album is great. It's crazy. I think right if I say if someone said who's the best rapper today, I would say Pusha T just based on that album being today. We're in the moment of that album. And I feel like the bars are so high and the project is so crazy. I would say in the moment, he's the best rapper. But like whenever Kendrick's project drops, depending on how that goes. It's always gonna be Kenny, bro. I think he finished I that. agree. Kendrick I think he finished that, that. But I like Pusha T album. A lot. Who from um, the Bay are you checking for right now? Because there's always, I mean, the Bay is such a, um, it's just, there's just always a new class of Bay Area artists doing their shit. <coughs> I like, um, I like this nigga G-Pop. My little brother be playing his songs. G-Pop? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like him. I, I kind of take shit in stride like that one song at a time because I don't uh, listen to Hella shit back home. I really just started back listening to music. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm getting in the swing. I'm getting in the swing of it. I saw but it's you- fun though. It's fun to like songs again. I I I was like listening to the future shit when it came out last night, just laughing. Right. I ain't I ain't liked songs. Just like enjoyed them as a fan in that's a minute. Cr- hey, that's some wild shit. That's true. I feel like we're kind of like scorned. Bruh, I had to literally unplug myself from shit just to. Feel normal and it's great because yeah. I was loving it. I swear I was driving fast to this shit. Like it was, I was like, hell yeah, let's go. That's hey. How was Coachella? I saw you were out of Coachella. Mm-hmm. Coachella was great. Hey, we got to stop the interview real quick to tell you about our good folks at Odd Socks. Listen, the most comfortable socks in the entire world, I promise you, are these Odd Socks basics right here. Now I like the uh, the uh, high joints, the whites or the blacks. We're very inclusive at the Bootlegged Podcast. Love the blacks and the whites of Odd Socks, of course. Um, but they also got the crazy licenses. They got Ninja Turtles. They got uh, fucking Scarface, Breaking Bad Socks, which I just rewatched. Amazing. And their underwear are the best, man. I was just talking to somebody about how fire the uh, Odd Socks draws are because the waistband, it don't fold. They're just comfy as hell. So go to Odd Socks Official. Dot com. You see the website, spell it that same way, and use the promo code BOOTLEGKEV, all one word together, and you'll get 20% off from our presenting sponsors, our family at Odd Socks. It's all that's on my ass and feet, ladies and gentlemen. So go get you some Odd Socks. Let's get back to the interview. Coachella was great. I went out there. Did you watch anyone? Mm-hmm. I got to watch my homies and Doja Cat. She I was, was Doja. Amazing. She was amazing. I'd like to point out, I think Doja Cat is the hardest performer in the game right now. I think Doja Cat deserves all accolades that she is receiving. I think that she should be one of the top 
I agree. Females or MCs, period. I think she makes some of the best music, just <coughs> period. Like, I think yeah. she's... No, Doja Cat is a beast. Every fucking song that I hear is it, amazing. She don't make bad records, man. It's tough to be that. Like, she's amazing. And her live show, she cares so much about it, and she kills it. And I I would go to the weekend show. Obviously, I wouldn't watch the weekend. Mm-hmm. But I would go just to see Doja Cat. I... I would love to I see both. I preferred to watch Doja Cat over the weekend at Coachella. Like, I, I, after Doja Cat, I was like, okay, we finna go watch Denzel. And then I didn't even stay for the weekend. It was Oh, Denzel Curry? Mm-hmm. His album is fire. Yeah, I love it. It's an amazing project. I love his fucking Denzel album. Curry will fuck you up. Yes. He does that Muay Thai kickboxing mm-hmm. shit. Oh, he's not playing with that oh shit. Oh, my either. God. He is not playing. He is not playing. You do any martial arts? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Any physical activities? Yeah, I'm in the gym five days a week. Five days? Yeah. Like a normal gym or like at the home gym? Like Trainer. So you got a trainer. I'm going to the gym with Sam. Oh, shout out to Sam. Sam's lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. You know, some artists, like I forgot who we were just talking to. They were like, oh, yeah, I was at 24-hour fitness. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing at 24-hour? No, it was Freddie Gibbs. He's like, yeah, what's that 24-hour fitness? I'm like, bro, why <laughs> the fuck are you going to 24-hour fitness, bro? It's hot out here. Get a fucking trainer. <laughs> the fuck is going? So like, I do both. I'm like, no, don't do both. Hey, I still, but I feel him. Though, 24 hours. I fitness still be is going. Lit. It's a weird thing about working out. Like sometimes I, I kind of like being there. It's a weird. It's a weird. Is like, it because like you think it. you go harder because you're around a bunch of people? Because I feel like if you're by yourself, you will always kind of cheat yourself, low key. I try to stick to it, and when I did go to the 24 hours, it was with a nigga there who mm. was giving me things to do and actively like checking on me, right. correcting my form. He just wasn't bothering me. So on like which 24 hour fitness, North Hollywood? Not the one uh, by my crib in off Canoga. Mm. Yeah. Let me tell you something: the Valley 24 hour fitnesses. There's a lot of talent. Oh, trust. That's also another another reason why a nigga might want to just stop the, in. The talent, the talent is vast. In. Oh no, but it was cold because I forgot that the shit was by my house and I did not motherfuckers in the neighborhood because I pulled up one day. See, this is why I really stopped pulling up for real. Because you saw some two bitches at the same time. Were they working four. out four at the same four. time that you would, and you'd also if you slept with all four. Did you do any sets when, with I'm them? like, when did y'all bitches click up? It just seemed like the anti-Guap Justice League. They were like, hanging out? Yeah, in the gym. We was in the sauna. Us four and the nigga, the Black Power Ranger. Did you have a... <laughs> I said, Bro, oh I see God. the Black Power Ranger guy everywhere. Yeah, me and the Black Power Ranger and fucking Bro, sauna with them. why I'm is like, the Black Power Ranger guy at every party in LA? And I'm always like... Every time, every time, and he's got the he wears the Power Ranger necklace at the parties. Hey, first of all, if you was the Black Power Ranger, would you not? Of course, I would. But God bless that man, he's still getting pussy 30 years later from being the Black Power Ranger. There's bitches who never seen the Power Ranger sucking his dick off that. What? 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 I'd be hitting some coochie with the motherfucking helmet on. Me too. It's morphing time. Oh. We'll be doing role play. Here comes the Zord. You pop ready? one of those fucking blue rhinos and mighty morph it the fuck up. You ever I'm take sorry. one of those? The mighty morph and gas station or the gas nah, station boys. Nah. You never did the honey pack? Oh no, I did the honey pack for show. I should have put you on, right? A honey pack had me niggas scraping tile off the shower. And I said, "What the fuck? I can clean That's out." With literally this. the first time I fucked my wife, I was like, "I gotta really." Had to hit that boy, you know what I mean? Hit yeah. that motherfucking honey pack. Yeah, I might have even have took a bite of a half of a Mexican uh, Viagra, generic Viagra. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I put that shit, and now we're married, so it yeah. worked. You hit her with the Viagra. 
Yeah, sometimes you mm-hmm. gotta like, depending on the quality of the woman yeah. and how much you want to impress them, you know, you gotta get the HGH, you know, the human growth hormone. <laughs> you know, the performance, the the performance enhancers, boys, the Barry Bonds boys. Is <laughs> nuts, bro. That is nuts. And then you man. wake up the next morning with the hardest dick in the fucking world. <laughs> You're like, hey. shit, I can't even piss right now. Have hey. you ever tried to pee with a boner in the morning? Bro, you ever tried to pee three honey packs deep in Miami? <laughs> At Rolling Loud with no draws on? That's amazing. Yeah. Wait, you were three. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a sick you, one, bro. Wait, you were at, was, at Rolling Loud hey, just rocked it, up. No, <laughs> I swear to God, rock hard, bro. <laughs> Rock no, hard. No one. Where, what kind no, of? No, I had him tucked. What kind of? You, I had him you tucked. Had him tucked in the waistband. I had him tucked. Cause if I put him down, niggas was everybody was gonna see the clip. <laughs> Ain't nothing like when you get up, you hey, got like your fucking families in the. Down for thirty minutes, I'm hot as hell. They uh, like, "Quap, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm chilling." I had like you might I'm have chilling, bro. A homie in the living room, family staying over. You wake up in the morning, like, now nah, I gotta tuck my dick into my waistband, mm-hmm. man. Shit. Bro, press walking up to me and shit. Niggas and and they don't even know your day. dick is tucked. They don't even know. I, I'm on gargoyle. Fuck. <laughs> no draws. What I'm kind of pants? Looking over the city. What kind of pants? <laughs> Sweatpants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the best. I had on the pink shiny bedazzle shit. Yeah, I was t- there. I was on marketing. We had just dropped it. Fuck. <laughs> I'm marketing the merch. <laughs> Three honey packs. You must have had a good time out there, huh? It was my birthday. Uh, Rolling Loud was uh, July 25th. My birthday was. I was July out there. 26th. I was out there that week. Last year? Yeah. Yeah. Did you end up in any? Um, did you go to Tootsie's? I went everywhere. Mm. No, I tow it up. Did you go to the booby trap on the river? Uh huh. And mm. tow it up. I bet you did. I tow it the fuck up. I bet you did. <laughs> when you take three honey packs, the headache. I was going to say, talk God. about the health. Consequences no, of that decision. Nah, nah. So I didn't know about the headache, right? I, 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 for the love of me, I didn't know what it was. At the time, I thought it was the weed. Mind mm. you, I threw all the weed out the window. I was hella mad. I was like, bro, this is a bad. What the fuck is this? I said, fuck this shit. And I ain't smoked for like a whole week after that because I thought I smoked some bad weed and mm-hmm. was scared. The headache lasted like three days, bro. I kept waking That's up a lot, with a migraine. Bro. That's yeah. a lie. You really only need one. You I really only know. need a half. I didn't know. My brother, see, it was supposed to last me my birthday week, but I did it on my birthday. Mm. Did you, uh, have you ever done a, a, a try to Viagra? Mm-hmm. High school. Shit's a serious. Yeah, it was, uh, it was scary. Yeah. Yeah, it it shit's scary. a serious. I was like, you know when you be level too hard, like, mm. That hard that you don't always get to unlock. Oh yeah, yeah. I was stuck there. I was you stuck hey, you get there. you get one of those. You're like, oh yeah. Oh no, I'd be like, hey stranger, Damn. it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. I, How I, you doing down there? I'd be thanking God. Like, come on, you know I needed this one. You know, I, my ego been in the shitter, but I needed to look down and see you doing this well. <laughs> I needed this. <laughs> well, I swear. Go stream the new. Uh, you just dropped a video, right? Yes. The video for Black Iverson, directed by Chris Simmons, is out now. Shout out to Viola, who helped make that happen, and Monster. The weed company? Yeah. Which NBA player owns that? Al Harrington? Mm-hmm. Al Harrington. Shout out to my nigga Al. Getting that money. Yep. Former yep. Warrior. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Al. He showed me a lot of love. I love the brand. They got a strain called Iverson. 
They do, which yeah, AI which is a part why, of, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I why we that. made the connect. Yeah. Have you met Allen Iverson? No, but uh, we are planning to do some stuff. You might be taller than him. For real? Maybe. Ah. He's probably like 5'11". I, I, get, I get no type of personal happiness from being taller or shorter than Iverson. I'd be happy to just... You would be happy to just Next meet him. to him to compare height. That's fair <laughs> enough. That's fair enough. Yep. Are you, you're a Warriors fan, right? I guess, yeah. I mean... By proximity. By proximity, yeah. All right, well. You're not much of a basketball fan? Mm-mm. All right, well, not at all. Kevin. We won't put a wager we, down. We have. I got so much money with everybody from the Bay right now that, the, what? Suns, what? that the Suns are going to beat their ass in the Western Conference Finals. What What are you betting? Like a game? How, is this when they do the series part? We're not even going to do this. Don't worry about it. I mean, I bet the niggas at the house all the time. You just got to tell me what it is. Just don't worry about it. We could bet. Black Iverson. Mm-hmm. A whole lot more new music coming. Yes, a whole lot more. I got a song with Currency. I'm really excited to drop. Currency? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. We That's shot amazing. The video in New Orleans is amazing. It's, it's a real Did he? Vibe. He's got. I heard he's got a crazy car collection. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I seen most of it. This shit yeah. is beautiful. Yo, yeah. Currency was. I love Currency. When during the mixtape era, it got to a point where he was putting out so many mixtapes that I gave up. He was putting out a tape like every two weeks. I just couldn't keep up. I was like, "Fuck, man." He probably had like a year where he put out like 50 mixtapes. It was insane. And you know, I always, swear to God, I always question why do niggas do that until I really became an artist? Because as a listener, that's always something that confused me. The Lil B era, even Rick Ross used to put out all of this shit at one point. Yeah, not as much as Lil B though and not as much as Currency. Yeah, but even for somebody like him that was just in consecutive for me to notice. I was like, wow, it's so much until I got around a nigga like Currency. And then I seen the warehouse. I seen the people he employed. I went to the store. Yeah. I seen how much merch they moving. I met that's that catalog, man. It. I met his manager. I seen his car collection. Right. You're like, oh. And his, I spent a day with him where the nigga was eight hours late to right. the fucking video and then still came, killed it, knew most of the words to the verse, probably was listening to it all day, right, whatever. Right, right. Still played with his fucking son that day. And performed that night at the fucking show. So, I understood why he put out that much music. That's like, I, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Same thing with nigga like Mozzie. Yeah, Mozzie's rich, rich. I, that's another person I took notes about quantity from. And it's that catalog. It's like, a, you know, it's like a, um, it's that residual bread, man. Compounding interest. The more yeah. you drop, it just it just helps out the old shit. It just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, that Keep, shit is hard, though. That shit is hard. Shout out to Spit It and Speak, bro. So there's going to be the Guap EP mm-hmm. sooner than later. Yeah. All right. Be on the lookout for that. Yes. There it is, man. I was going to call you Guap Dad. We're just going to go with Guap. Just don't add the Y at the end if you ever do. So if someone comes up to you and says, Guap Daddy, it's a problem. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I just I, at this point I'm just over it, bro. I'm just over it because it's never who I want to say it. Yeah. You, you never had a bitch, bitch be like, "Fuck me, Guap Daddy." No, damn. They just don't opt for it. It be Guap. Hey, have you thought about just being from the Bay and with some of your roots? Have you thought about getting a stable of hoes and doing the OnlyFans pimping? Every day I have to fight this. I have to fight this every day, Kev. I'm mad that you brought it up. Every day I show you messages, bitches, like they want. Me to do that. Guap's angels. I just, if if I ever do it, just know the shit started slowing down. Okay. No, I stopped trying. Just know that if you ever did it, I'm not judging. I mean, 
I didn't give a fuck niggas it. gonna judge me If I really did that I already Hey Tiger does it First he, of all he, I had to stop myself From doing it Just because I still Wanted to focus on the music It's still a viable option For me I'm a handsome nigga With all the access To all so the So you just get a cut From each girl's page For promoting it Mm-hmm. But the thing is I don't care mm. You gotta care Mm. Us to a like the dude, uh, you know Adam from uh, No Jumper, uh-huh. he manages a bunch of chicks' pages, and he was telling me like, it's a lot of goddamn money in that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. But he care, he like. Well, that he shit. also he's a porn guy, and he's super. But he's getting excited. I've he's seen just Adam get his in sex work and the inner yes. workings. And I've logged into Twitter and and by chance saw him getting his ass eaten. So there was that terrible thing to accidentally see. <laughs> terrible thing. Yeah. Like, I know you. Yeah. And now I know what your asshole looks like. And that's how we're going to end the interview, ladies and gentlemen. Weird. Guap. That was really weird. Purrid. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> Kev, I love you, I love dog. you too, brother. Perfect. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.